top, top, top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Today, 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 I have something to say that happened to me this morning, very unusual. And I made a Facebook post on Facebook this morning. And after I made the post, I immediately was going to log off because I have some things on my list of things to do today. But before I could log off, immediately after making the post, my goodness, you got to get this. Someone commented right as I was about to hit the log off button. I saw, you know, how it'll pop up notification once that notification hit it's like the holy spirit froze me i i i could not move to log off it's like the holy spirit just told me to go back and comment because soon as the lady name popped up in the notification and then i read her comment I had a vision of her standing in her front door rejoicing. I just saw her just bursting in a rejoicement. Now, why am I telling you this? Because it was unusual for me to give that information of the vision in the post. Now, I need to make a disclaimer before I go any further. And I realize I need to probably do it on all of my platforms when I speak. Whether the spirit leads me to say it or I'm speaking naturally. Filter what I say. Please filter what I say. So many times, because I'm not a name caller. I'm not in a habit of a name caller. But what I came to realize that when people don't filter what I say, They make it personal. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. If something I say is not applicable to you, if you're not guilty of doing what I'm discussing, and even if you are, listen to me. I'm just a messenger. I'm just a mail lady. I'm just the person that delivers the package. And that's the thing why I brought up that comment about my post on Facebook today, because... When God always instructs me to give a a, a vision to someone, I'm not going to consider it a prophecy, but a vision because I literally had a vision. It's like I saw this lady, never met her before in my life. And where I saw her standing in the doorway, it was just like looking at a short clip. Y'all know what a short reel is. It was just like looking at a short reel. And therefore, I'm not going to call it a prophetic word. Even if it come to pass, it was a vision that God gave me. And I want to share this about prophecy because this is what I'm coming to you. Many people embrace prophecies very openly and inviting. But when I come before people, if I give you a public prophecy, it is taken from the Bible. Because the Bible within itself is definitely prophetic. When the Bible tells us 
that everything we do, which comes with a promise from God, oh, I hope you grab this, is prophetic. Every time God gave us a promise, that was a prophetic word. Now, normally, though, if God give me a vision to speak into someone's life or a word specifically for them, I never make a habit, listen to me, of giving it to that person publicly. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. It's nothing to do with how somebody else do what they do. That's why I say my disclaimer, filter what I say and don't make it personal. This is me doing what God instructs me to do. And what other people do, hopefully, is what God instructs them to do. But God has not, he has not cultivated me in my spiritual journey to give people open individuals visions or prophetic words. I will give a uniform prophecy, but I'm not in the habit. And that's why this morning I said, God, God, I don't want to do this. This is normally not me. Now I'm getting to the meat of the message. You're going to be moving in a season, and this is a public prophecy. When I say you, I mean everybody in the listening to this podcast. God is moving us into a season. I'm telling you, it's something coming in 2023. And in this season, God, I keep seeing God showing me he's doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. He's taking people outside of the parameters. He's taking people outside of the box that they've been boxed in. He's taking people on different levels. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. But the only thing that's going to hinder people that's in the box or who've been stagnated in the levels that they've been on for many, 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 many years is the pride. Oh, I hope somebody get this. I had to move out of ego. See, because ego, let me tell you what ego do. It's a vicious it's a vicious beast. And ego told me this morning, but God, what if I share this publicly and it don't come to pass? How would that make me look? And that's what ego do. Ego will always compare you in the thought process of people. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. Ooh, that was, it. listen to me. Let me I got to repeat that. The ego will always speak to you in a form like like almost like a past tense form and compare what God instructs you to do against what people will think of you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. They will compare what God instructs you to do against what people people what you think people will approve for you to do. Listen to me. In this season that's coming, and I, 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 every new year is a blessing. Even though it's a one day apart from an old year on December the 31st. Is it 31 days in December? I think so. They are 24 hours apart, but it's something about a new year that brings about 
in a new atmosphere. You know, the season. But knowing that you get a whole nother year, that year is gone. And let me tell you something. Each year is very significant. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Every new year is significant. Why do I say that? Because that's a year of a birth of a life for somebody who's never been to the earth. And it can be the year of an exit to somebody's life who has been on the earth. So every new year is significant. That's why even on people's birth certificate, the year is important. The year of your birth is important. The year that you transition to leave this earth will be branded somewhere on a certificate as well. So let no one get you to believe that every year is not a significance in your life. And I'm telling you, coming into 2023... There's going to be some powerful, significant changes. But listen to me. This is the part you must grab. The changes will only be elevated in your life. It's when you push past the old you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. If you got the same conduct and character... That you've been operating under for year after year after year after year after year. This new year prophecy that I shared in the beginning of this podcast, it doesn't apply to you. It doesn't apply to you. I'm doing a public prophecy. The new year is taking many people to new levels, new heights, new prosperity. When they can get out the box, you got to get out the box. If you've never been a person to openly praise, you need to start openly praising. If you've never been a person to smile, you need to start smiling. If you've ever been a person to, to be polite, you need to start being polite. If you've never been a person that can swallow your pride and, and surrender and be the first to surrender and offer unforgiveness, it, this don't work for you. I, I hope somebody grab this. This is only working for the people who get out of the box. 2023 is taking people. This is a, I keep seeing in the spirit a great day for a great level that people are coming into. Listen to me. This is a time before this year end. It's time to sit still and examine your ways. If you've been holding and harboring hate, let it go. If you want to go to the next level, and if you want your healing to break forth. See, God has shown people that they've been doing the same old thing that never changed. And what has it cost you? How have you prospered? Taking five steps forward and ten steps backwards. Because that change that needs to take place in you. You won't solidify it. You must forgive. 
And that's the hinge of everything that's coming forth in 2023. Let me tell you something. I know people that has harbored things in their heart and people died. And as they continue to live, I'm sure they realized they wish they would have let it go. And act different. Said something different. And even though people may be in heaven, we need to forgive. I'm a firm believer as we have a Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ, if he's an advocate to the Father, then we can talk to Jesus and even release any unforgiveness in our heart. To any of our loved ones that have transitioned and say, Jesus, if you take all of my words back to my father in heaven as the advocate in my life, please take this back to our father in heaven and ask him to grant my heart a forgiveness. I forgive that person who hurt me and ask God to forgive me. For hurting that person. It's a, it, I'm telling you. It's a season of release. You must release. Everything. That have kept you stuck. In the past. That have kept you going forward. For a little bit. And going backwards for a lot of bit. Oh I hope somebody grabbed this. You can be. Keep spinning your wheels. Trying to figure out. Why am I warring against this individual? Why is my finances high and then in six months they low? Why do I have to keep moving? Why do I have to keep repeating the same tests? If you find yourself revisiting the same scenario and situation, and it's like every leap year. It just, every leap year, you back in that same position. This year, before this month is over, God is instructing me to tell people, you need to make peace and let it go. And listen to me, making peace does not mean you have to even get on your telephone. You don't have to call nobody if you don't choose to. Making peace means this. That in your heart of hearts, you desire no wrong, no hurt, no harm, no danger, no destruction, no demise. None of them dis words and even anymore. To come upon that person. You know a lot of people. Uh, say things like. They better be careful. But I want to say to you. All of us need to. Be careful. Because we all. Have to make decisions. To choose to walk. In a better way. Or choose to follow. Somebody in the wrong direction. We have to stand strong, people. We have to stand strong. And even in standing strong, sometimes I know it's not easy when you feel unwanted. When you feel that somebody can fix you, 
When you feel that somebody should walk with you and instead they walk away. I get that. But that should not stop you from being strong. Listen to me. I pray today that you find an inner love between you and God that is so strong that it's worth fighting to be gentle. It's worth fighting to be loving. It's worth fighting to be kind. It's worth fighting to be peaceful. We are in a place before this year end that we're going to have to examine ourselves so close under the microscope and get out of our head to get back on our feet. You got to get out of your head to get back on your feet. If you keep wallowing in the same headspace and you think it's okay to tell all the people through words or through deeds that I don't care. And see, that's that, when I say that don't care spirit, them words need to be in the garbage disposal. You should care. You need to care. And if you want things to change for the better in your life, you better care. You better care about how you treat people. Because this journey in your life, when you stand before God, trust me when I say this, and I'm going to put a pin in this podcast. Trust me when I say this. It will never be because of how somebody treated you. When you stand before God, it will only be and always be how you treated someone else. We're in a season where it's not good to push lawyer people to a point where they start thinking they no longer care. When people have been of value in my life, and when I say of value, I mean people that have imparted impartations of elevations in my life. They have taught me things for my life to be better. They have guided me in directions for my life to be better. They have given me spiritual growth to be better. And those were people who were matriots on my pathway. And 98% of those individuals, they're not even here anymore. But one thing about it, when they were here, they would say things to me that didn't always feel good. They would, they would make decisions for me even sometimes that didn't feel good because I was young and dumb and stupid. But it never made me devalue them. It never made me push them to a point where they no longer cared. Because I'm going to tell you something in this season. God is no longer allowing confused people to hurt the ones that's not confused. God is segregating people. And some people can't even understand why. Because when you let your feelings get fixated 
on thinking that you hurting somebody because you're hurt. God is segregating people. And let me tell you something, and I'm going to say this, and this is going to conclude what I'm going to say. Be very, 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 very selective when you push away people of value. I used to say this right quick concerning me being married. And I could wrestle with why my marriages didn't work. And God said this to me one day. He said, because I'm not going to leave you in the hands of somebody who don't know how to appreciate you. So put that in your golden nuggets. Put that in your bag today. You can think you're hurting somebody of value to your life. But you can never hurt somebody that valued, that brought value to your life. You are hurting your own self. And the sad part is, sometimes, as I say, people go too far. They go so far that when they push all the valuable people away from them because of their pride and their ego, God sometimes, he never allows those relationships to, to mend again. Because when that person was in your life, God saw that you didn't value them. And no matter how much golden parts of them they shared with you. Let me tell you something. God will not allow his children to be devalued. God will not allow his children to be unappreciated. And before he sit high, look low and do that. He will segregate people and they'll be in their feelings and you can and they can pout and do however they feel. And that person who brought value to that relationship, they're at peace because they know they did not do anything that was not in the spirit of love. So be mindful in this new season coming up. Make peace. Don't push people to a point where God segregate those individuals. Because sometimes And I know everybody listening know this. Sometimes we can make a decision from a wrong spirit and we can never undo it again. Sometimes people can push people too far and God will not allow them to ever be near. So be careful going into the new year for who you value and you want near. Be mindful how you treat them. It's, it's, it's the simplest thing to diminish pride is to call somebody and say, I was out of order. I was wrong. I apologize. Don't play around with people's feelings and emotions. Because some people, that's all they truly live on. They feelings. Hello? <laughs> and on that note... Just be thankful, be grateful that God is doing a new thing, that God is taking people to new levels, new height, deeper depth. I'm telling you, but you got to get out of your old ways. If you still stuck on how you used to be and you thinking you the big bad wolf that huff and puff and blow people door down and just because you feel the way you feel, it's going to make things better because you got a right to your feelings. You know what? 
One thing I can agree, you got a right to your feelings, but will it make things better? Not according to the word of God. And you know me, as always, your host, here to bring you the most. What I'm going to tell you more than anything with WDGS is what did God say? And God never said it. That that rude and disrespectful and 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 and, and sins, because we know breaking commandments, whatever the commandment has commanded us to do, and we go against that for whatever reasons, you can feel what you want to feel. But that's as I always say, between them and God. That's between them and God. Because whatever, whatever, whatever any of us do. That's the only person we will answer to. We don't have to answer the people. Because we will not be judged in our eternal life by people. So remember, whatever you do, that's between you and God. And if you made peace with God in your heart, the almighty God, because there's many gods. So you might want to examine which God you're making peace with. (laughs) But the God that I know and I serve. Greater is he that is in me than he that is within the world. So I can't do what the world do. I can't feel like the world feel. I can't go how the world dictates how I should go. I have to go by what did God say. And God says that I got to love him, love myself. As well as my neighbor. That means I don't get caught up in my selfish self-pride. And feel that I just got to love me. To make me better. To make me strong. See that's what this world is teaching people. But that's not what God said. God said we still got to love people. Even as we love ourselves. And loving people. Is never, never, ever about doing them wrong. I'm going to give you a close-out scripture that's been in my spirit for this week. And it's in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 5. It says, mortify. That means you got to get rid of it. Mortify, therefore, your members. That's anything, your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your throat, your guts, your heart, your liver, your lungs, your fingers, your toes, and your mouth and your nose. It said, any members which are upon the earth, that can be people, people in your life. You may have to detach from some. For the, for, for if you attach with people for the wrong reason, you may need to get back with the people that you value, who, who valued you, or you value, for the right reasons. But this is what God says now. It says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fundication, uncleanliness, inordinate affections. That's when you think in the wrong way about somebody. Evil, conspicuous. That's when you're sitting down trying to plot and plan to do something wrong. It's a and covetousness, which is adultery. 
Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. I'm going to do a session on that, though. When you really look at the depthness, if covetousness is idolatry, that means when you want something that somebody else got, I don't care if it's their personality, ability, their, their attraction to other people, their hair, their looks, their smarts, their car, their house. If you want anything... If you lay back in desire or resent, you got to get that word now. Because covet come in a twofold. It comes in a desire and a resentment. And the word of God says, if you even have covet, it's a covet is idolatry. That means you worshiping another God. You're worshiping another God. Because when you worship God and him only, you would never be desirous of nobody's gifts but your own. You would desire what you want to do to please God. You won't desire what you think you want just because you don't want somebody else to get some attention that you're not getting. Hello? That's covet. And it's idolatry. And when I was reading this, my, my, my Colossians for the week, and I saw that, I said, oh, my God, that's a deep message. Because how many people covet? They want this title because somebody got it. They want to write a book because somebody did it. They want long hair, don't care because somebody else got it. They, 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 is it, they want this car because other people got it. Every, so many people are flexing covetousness. They want to talk like this person. They want spiritual revelations. I mean, all up in the spirit world. That's covet. And the words say it's adultery. But tune in, stay tuned in, stay plugged in. Because when I do drop that message, I tell you, I tell you. I just know that God is going to bless you as he do in every single message if you take heed. God continuous blessings until the next podcast. Always stay blessed. Thank you.